everyone. You're listening to Little Bit of Life Podcast with Little. This podcast is dedicated to having the real, raw, and the occasional ridiculous chats about everything that we seem to think but don't say. Very little is off limits. Sit back, enjoy, and let's get started. podcast is sponsored by Lone Legend, a very new company that just launched March of 2022. They reflect a stronger you. Please make sure to check them out at www.lonelegends.com. And for our audience, use the code LITTLEBITOFLIFE for 15% off. Hey, hey, and welcome to another podcast of Little Bit of Life with Little. We have an amazing new country artist. You can hear him in the background, and I cannot wait to have him on today's episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome into another episode of Little Bit of Life Podcast with Little. I have an amazing special guest. You might recognize him from TikTok. His name is Ryan underscore Country Tunes, and he's actually an amazing new artist that we came upon, and we want to welcome him in. How's it going, Ryan? It's going good. How about you? Good. Going good. No complaints. So for any listeners who have not heard your name before, they don't know your music, what's your story? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So for me, it, it kind of started with, uh, I did choir for about four years and it was something that was kind of not really my style. So I kind of broke off from music for a little while and just kind of just went through my high school career. And then um, a little bit later, I got back into singing a little bit more, started picking up on country music, country music. I grew up on country music, just never sang it because it just wasn't, it wasn't fitting my voice at the time. So I just couldn't fall into it. And then, um, here in my last my last year, I'm in my senior year of high school, and I picked up on it, and I went to the TikTok platform, and um, really the reason that keeps me really going is that my grandma, she was really into it. Uh, back back when she was younger, she used to go to uh, fairgrounds and get on stage and sing, and she would she was basically like a identical twin of Reba McIntyre, and um, she would go, and then I know I know she would, if she was still here, she'd be proud of me singing and going for my career, and it kind of pushes me to actually get out there and achieve my goals in my career. That's amazing. So how old would you say you were when you started performing, whether it was in school or you had like a passion for music? Uh, I would, I would say I was around like the age of like 15, really 15, 16 ish. And then. Very nice. And what first got you into music? Um, I know you just said like your grandma was it. Did you come from like a musical background type of family other than her? No, nobody else really uh, was into music. Actually, uh, I know I grew up just with it being played in the in the truck with my dad. He always had country on the radio station. But then uh, every time I was at my grandma's house, she would always be blasting music, singing in a room or whatever, and get us to come and sing sometimes. Mm hmm. Who's your biggest inspiration? Who's like your go-to, especially now with country music being so broad? I mean, when we think country, we think of like the old country of like George Strait, Garth Brooks, but now country has changed so much. So who's your inspiration yeah, right we're now? Really, we're really drafting away from uh, a lot of the older stuff. And um, if, if we go a little bit newer and stuff, when I first got into it, I was I watched, uh, I know a lot of people know who Scott McCurry is. I watched him go through American Idol 
And that's kind of something else that's kind of pushed me seeing him go through it. And uh, his idol was Josh Turner. And he got to meet him and actually go and go on tour with him, which was pretty cool. It's been a big inspiration. And um, there's this new artist, too, that I'm a big fan of. His name's Tyler Booth. And uh, he's he dates back more to the old country. So it's kind of keeping it alive in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I love his music right now. How would you describe your music? What makes you stick out? What makes you an individual right now? For me, I, I think my music is just kind of, I, I know, like, for me, I just want people to be able to listen to it and also relate to, like, their life, but then also feel the uh, energy being pushed off of it in a way. So, like, say if I was on a show or whatever, they can feel my energy back in the crowd, and they they know that's, like, something I'm super passionate about, too, so they can feel that same experience and not be alone with it. So when we're talking about music, do you write your own lyrics? Like, what inspires you, especially, you know, in this day and age of – being on TikTok, like you said, that was your first platform to kind of go to. So what what do you get your creative inspiration from? My creative inspiration, it definitely, for me, it definitely was. I would say uh, when I first went live on TikTok, it was a slow start. And then it just like boosted off. And how, I, how many people I saw come in and were saying that they were enjoying it kind of pushed me more to strive and write my own lyrics, which has been, it's been kind of, I'm going to be honest, it's been like a harder thing to do, especially on your own. Um, cause it's a lot for me, it's been just hard to get resources and, uh, to be able to put music together, get the lyrics all on my own without the instruments and the studio time or whatever. And so that's why I've been really trying to get my name out there just to get that little bit of a push and help to get things rolling with that people want. Cause mm-hmm. people come in and they're like, do you have stuff on Apple music or Spotify or something? I'm like, nah, yeah, but we're try- I'm trying to get out there. <laughs> Take some time for sure. If you could open up for any artist and you were that opening act that got to go on tour, who would be your epitome person that you would just love to be on tour with? That's tough. I would say. Because yeah, there's so many. <laughs> there is because, I mean, I mean, I'm friends with, I mean, I'm friends with, uh, what's it called, Tyler Booth on TikTok. And like, I know like it would be cool to go on tour with him. But I think like for somebody that's like been here for a little bit and just, that's pushed me to go I would I I think it'd be pretty fun for me to go on tour with like somebody like Chris Young or Scotty McCreary Chris Young is also another good one that's out there and he Mm -hmm. brings like that live to the show yeah absolutely so if there's any listeners right now that may be kind of starting out and they don't have a TikTok platform yet um they don't have a YouTube platform what would be your advice on how to kind of get kick-started? Like what struggles did you go through? What kind of learning lessons did you go through just to kind of get that, that beginning part started? For me and what I think a lot of people can relate on before going to a platform can be like very nerve wracking. Cause for me, I just kind of, it was always singing to myself, in my own space and was like, I'm not going to go here and do it because it's just a very hard challenge. You got so many people already out there. Nobody's going to, listeners sometimes for the most part people don't think they sound good enough to get out there but um caught me by surprise if you just get download really any of the social media i think tiktok's the biggest one at this moment to pick up pick up on because anybody can once you hit that thousand followers which you can go and try to get people to help you to hit that thousand followers to go live and once you hit that just start if you just start doing it like for me i crushed it i went for like two weeks straight and almost uh it was almost very bad going two weeks straight that uh, kind of hurt your voice a little bit, but it got me out there. And um, I'd say like people just go for it. If you can download it, 
go for it. Start getting out there. You'll, you'll pick up an audience that supports you more than you support yourself. And it's very motivating. Mm -hmm. So how often do you tend to go live? And when you're live, obviously being on the platform, you're known for your music. Is that always people kind of want you to just to sing the whole time or they're more interested in getting to know who you are? Like, what is your life like? In the beginning, I would say it was more on the side of, Hey, keep singing, keep, here's the song request I request and keep going. And, uh, I went for like two weeks straight on that. And, um, I think it, it, it caught up to me eventually to where I was like, I think I need to take a break for a couple of days. And then, so I don't blow out my vocal cords. And then like a lot of them, they understand, it was crazy how much people actually understand that. And like, we're like, yeah, take your break. And then, um, mm-hmm. and then they come to me with, they literally message me suggestions of, Hey, sit, you can, you can just sit there and talk to us sometime. You ain't got to sing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met a lot of other artists that are local, maybe in your area or kind of all over the United States? Like, have you kind of met a support system for people that are going through the same thing? That, that's actually a, that's a very good question because to my surprise, and especially here recently, um, going live was slow at first. It was mainly just the people coming in, but then later on I've had, uh, some other bigger artists come in and uh, say the music they're, they're liking the sound of it. They'll, uh, they'll follow sometimes. And um, like say Tyler Booth, he followed me a while back, but before I even started the singing and then he's come in here recently, I've had a live stream with him. Um, just the other day I had, uh, I don't know if anybody, some people know who David J is. He's another new country artist. Um, he came in the live and uh, we were friends a little bit back and then um uh, he shared my life to Chase Matthews. Chase Matthews came in and followed me. And I was like, it's just been a recently a big connections. I've had uh, this other smaller guy. His name's Dylan Gray. He came in and then he was like, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm going to go call my producer. And then I, now I have connections with the producer. And it's like, once you get going and you keep crushing it, start uploading more. Like I started uploading more videos, try to get something out there daily just so it's there. Um and it can be noticed. You never know when you're just going to get noticed or what day somebody's going to come pop into your life at the right moment. So you just got to keep it consistent. So you have yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. Dylan's a really good friend in. of mine. We actually hung out last year in Vegas for a TikTok convention. So I was, that's how I found you. I was in his live and saw you guys were dueling and I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. So he's probably going to be a little jealous. He's going to listen to this and realize that I interviewed you for an episode first before him. So we'll ha- we'll have to break that to him a little bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's great, especially with social media and just everything being at your fingertips, like I've talked about on other episodes, that it is really such a supportive community, especially on TikTok, because back in the day, it used to be very competitive. And, you know, my lyrics are mine. Don't listen. You might come up with this idea before me. And now with social media, especially with TikTok, so many people are being discovered and found just from, like you said, that supportive community and sharing and talking to each other. So I think that's really impressive. A lot of people are wanting to collab with other people and get them together just to make something that Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times the audience loves it and that's what they want. Yep. So breaking into the music industry, what would you say has been kind of your biggest struggles right now? What do you, what do you kind of find to be your roadblocks? For me, especially, this is also comes with something with social media is the fact that you don't know exactly what's real and what's not real when people are coming to you with, Hey, I can get you here and here and who to trust and who not to trust. And um, I had a long talk with uh, Dylan's producer yesterday and he was telling me like the, raw version of what like that life really is and what people um 
are really going to be there for you. And something that he told me that really stuck is that um, if anybody charges you for something, he goes, don't trust that. He goes, if they really believe in you and you're and believe that you're going to make it, they'll provide for that because they know you're going to make it and they'll pay off for you and them. And that's something that stuck. And that's something that is like real in the music in- industry that I've, that I didn't really know about until he was sitting there down. And he was like, I'm not going to BS you. We're going to talk about it. This is how it is. Just want you to know before you choose that path and you go up. I think that's really good for listeners to hear because I think a lot of times we're so interested, like on social media, we're so interested on that number of how many followers and we do live in a world where everyone kind of wants to one up the next person. So it's all about learning what connections are positive for you and what can kind of get you ahead, but also protecting yourself and especially protecting your music because what you have is very unique and and it's individual to yourself. So with um, listeners right now, um, I know you said in the beginning, you don't have Spotify yet or Apple does take time. Where can they go listen to your music or where can they kind of hear your voice and kind of see what you're about? like test song that's on youtube uh it's my own lyrics but it's not my own like soundtrack uh, that's why i've been working on getting people to actually get my own soundtracks but it's there on youtube it, it's almost i think it's almost at a thousand uh views or whatever people said they like it but i think that song's eventually that song uh once i get with the producer stuff we're gonna polish it up and actually make it to be something that people can get off of uh, apple music and spotify and stuff That's exciting. I'll definitely put in the bio to this podcast episode, the link to your YouTube. So listeners can go listen on there. And as well, I will put your TikTok bio because you do have a lot of small videos of you singing summer originals and covers. So you can definitely hear you there as well. Yeah. I have a lot of the uh, chorus to some, uh, some that are not put together fully yet. And that um, soon will be on YouTube. We'll put them out there just as like a raw version for people to see if they like it and if it should go further or not. It's like getting the feedback on it. Yeah. So where do you see yourself? What are your what are your kind of short-term and long-term goals? Where do you see yourself in the next year to two years? Where do you want to be? The way that it was put uh, yesterday was that once I make this decision to go that way, it's going to be, it's not going to be a slow train. It's going to be a fast train. Nothing's going to go slow. So there could, there's a high possibility that here in this next year, maybe year and a half that I could already be out there playing shows and it's going to be just like fast ride. And uh, the way he's putting it, that is that that life is very, is very draining. There's uh, the lowers of lows and the highs are highs is the way he was putting it. Um, but he was saying that it's something that if like you really want, you don't want to pass it up because you don't want to be, you don't want to be way in the future. Like as an old man being like, I wish I would have, or I should have, or something like that. He goes, just go for it. And uh, he says the highs are highs and you'll enjoy it, but it's going to be a, Sometimes it's a lonely road, but he goes, you'll still have those people that are with you that want to be. And there's also another scary thing that uh, he kind of said, he goes, once you make it up to that level of whatever fame or whatever you want to call it, that um, there's a thought that comes into a lot of those people's minds of why that, why somebody else comes into your life. You never know exactly why they're there anymore. For what reasons? That's a good point. Very good point. Do you play anywhere locally now, like around where you live? Uh, do you kind of get stage fright or get nervous, or has that kind of helped you with your process too? Uh, I've actually, uh, let's say two weeks ago, I had my first little show at this uh, festival. Um, and I, I guess I could say I was pretty nervous beforehand, but once we got on stage and I had I had a buddy right next to mine who's playing the guitar, he's pretty talented. Uh, he, he'll probably play some more shows, but we're 
we're looking to set up some more shows um around me i have like this uh, i have a beach around us so we're gonna go play on like the strand we're trying to get some shows at some restaurants and stuff a little bit down here before and um until uh the producing stuff happens and see if we get shows further out that's exciting so being that you just started do you have any like merchandise or anything that people can kind of follow you along the way as well uh as of right now i'm not sure where the process is at but we uh there was a little process of um getting some shirts made and um Whenever that does happen, I'll, I'll have a video on TikTok uh, and the, the link will be in my TikTok bio. So as long as they're following me, they'll they'll be updated from my TikTok whenever that's all going. So with your following right now on TikTok, when did you start? Like, when did you join the platform? So the, the crazy thing is about this actual uh, profile that I have is it used to be a uh, it used to be a Duck Dynasty. I don't know if a lot of people know that show, Duck Dynasty show. It used to be a page just for that. I was just keeping that show alive and um mm-hmm. and it was kind of still me because i still love the stuff i just uh and then on my main page i was had a little bit of music stuff but it just wasn't like going anywhere so what i did is i switched over that account to my music account to have that little bit of a boost and then when i first went live it was varying back to zero to ten people zero to ten people zero to ten people back and forth and then uh i was like i was about to end the live i was like okay well, we'll try something else and the next thing you know it kicks up we have I had hundreds of people coming in and then it was just from then it's just been a go, go, go. And then at some point you get carried away and you're like, I think I need to keep doing this every day. <laughs> yeah. Then it becomes like, I have to do this. I have to be here. And that's great that yeah, you met so, you don't lose so many. Yep. You've met so many people on TikTok. Do you also kind of collaborate or work with people locally? Do you have like friends that, are, like you said, do you have friends that, you know, play or sing that kind of work with you in your passion as well? As of right now, like locally, I don't know too many people that are out there uh, singing and stuff, but I do have my buddy that plays guitar. That's whenever shows do go on locally, he says he's 100% down to be there and we'll play it out. And so, um, and then TikTok's have been a place where I've been trying to get out to some other artist to be able to maybe have a collab or join in on a song or something. And I think that's about to, with this uh, Dylan's producer and stuff, that's about to, that part of that is about to take off. And hopefully it does so we can get some music out there with either other people or jumping on my own tracks and stuff. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Uh, Like I said, we will put on your, uh, in the bio, your YouTube information. Uh, We'll also put your TikTok so listeners can go on, follow your journey, follow you on live. Um, My word of advice, don't get, don't get too wrapped up into the live where you also lose who you are. I know that can get really hard sometimes because you feel like you said you have to go on, you have to be there. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out for all of your new music coming up. Um, like I said, I'll have to explain to Dylan why he did not get a podcast episode. <laughs> today. Um, understand. Really appreciate yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on. Um, and like I said, we cannot wait to see where your journey takes you. And I feel like this is just the start. Like you said, it's just the slow process and you're about ready to, to hit the road and take off for sure. I appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, and I can't wait to see what comes out for you next. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and spending your time hanging out. Hopefully, you enjoyed today's podcast, and a special thank you to all our sponsors. Make sure to check them out. If you have any tips or topics, feel free to email me at littlebitoflifecast at gmail.com, or you can also reach out to me on Instagram at littlecute1az. You never know if your topic will be next. Be sure to join me again for another episode of Little Bit of Life. Until next time, stay positive 
Stay blessed.